0: This is the Food Factor Podcast, the show that talks about the connection between your health and what you eat or don't eat. I'm your host, Stephanie Mahachek, clinical nutritionist, health coach, science nerd, perma student, and mother of four. I love dogs, babies, and most of all, talking about all things health, wellness, and the weirdness of the human body. Thank you for being here. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Food Factor Podcast. I am Stephanie Mahachek. I'm so glad you're here joining me today because we are talking a little bit more about nutrition and kids. Now, I get a lot of questions around nutrition and kids, probably because I'm a nutritionist, but also probably because I'm a mother of four and I see a lot of patterns and habits. But I also have people come to me with a lot of questions and concern. I would say the concern more than anything about how their kids are eating And it's funny because it sometimes comes from a defensive place where people will kind of throw up like a defense mechanism where they'll jokingly say, oh, they're a picky eater. I can't get them to eat anything and and all that. And it's like, well, we don't need to label the kids, though. We don't need to label them as picky or as good eaters or as bad eaters or whatever. Because kids are being kids and they're exploring things at their own pace. And as parents, we take that in sometimes and can use that as a judgment tool for ourselves and our parenting. So I want to take that. I wanted to take a minute and just say that I see you parents. I see it. And it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your parenting. If your kids are awesome at eating vegetables, that's great. It has nothing to do with you. If your kids are horrible at eating vegetables, all right, but has nothing to do with you. I know people will probably disagree with that a little bit because we are so attached to our parenting styles and we're so attached to what our, what our kids turn into as a reflection back on us. And I really hope that you can take a minute and just let that sink in that no matter what you do as a parent, sometimes your kids just don't follow suit and they don't do what you assume that they were going to do and food and eating is no different. So, let's separate our kids from ourselves and our parenting and our our view of ourselves as a parent for 2 seconds and talk a little bit about nutrition with kids. This topic, obviously it's one that is so close to my heart being a mom and being a nutritionist and it has been so pivotal for me seeing some of these myths and some of these products coming out about kids and nutrition and some of these supplements and some like it just blows my mind how much misinformation is out there when it comes to nutrition and kids. But even more importantly, my goal has always been to teach the next generation about nutrition so they don't turn into adults with chronic conditions. They don't further this epidemic that we have in our country and across the world related to health concerns and issues and nutritionally related diseases that are in epidemic proportions. That has been my goal since I started nutrition school. It has always been to help kids because they are innocent in much of what they are kind of forced to experience. And seeing that these adult related Conditions are now being diagnosed in children, sometimes as young as five, is just heartbreaking to me and devastating. And if I could have any way of helping that or, or guiding someone in a different path, I am all about that and I'm here for it. So, my mission to help kids learn more about nutrition has been on this kind of roller coaster journey in the past uh, maybe a year or two, a couple of years where I really started to focus more on kids versus adults. And I wanna share a few things that I've learned and they may be shocking to you because I didn't know. And a lot of it has to do with education and a lot has to do with environment. So let's start by talking a little bit about why should you even care about nutrition? I mean, as parents, I think one of the biggest concerns I hear is their, parents are worried about their kids' health. They're worried that maybe they see patterns or habits forming in their kids, you know, whether it's too much screen time, not enough activity outside, you know, we can, we tend to see things in our kids and we worry, we throw that anxiety and that worry train right on into motion and we can get very nitpicky about it. We can kind of get judgy about it. And a lot of that comes from fear that your kids are going to develop something or they're going to form bad habits or whatever. So the thing though that I find really interesting is that many parents, and this is coming from me talking to many parents, many parents feel that they don't have a grasp on their own nutrition. So they don't feel good about, one, teaching their kids about their the kids' nutrition, but also they might be projecting some of their previous negative experiences around nutrition and around physical activity and, and health in general, they may be projecting that onto their kids. So they see their kids maybe starting to go down a similar path as they went down. And they start to, they, out of good intention, they want to halt it and stop it and pause it in its tracks. So a lot of times that can come out as judgment or rule setting or ridicule and, and things like that. But really, it's coming from a, a place of fear from the parents. I hope that makes sense. So here's the thing. Kids will learn how to eat one way or another, right? It's it's a basic necessity. It is a basic need that all humans have. We have to eat. So whether the kids learn it from you or they learn it from their peers, or they learn it from, you know, social media, they're going to learn something in the relation of food. So it could be that they're being influenced by their surroundings in a positive way, or it could be maybe not as a supportive way. Maybe it's out of necessity, or maybe it's out of availability, or, or what have you. There's no right or wrong. And I know you're probably thinking like, well, of course there's a right or wrong. No, how they learn their nutrition, there's no right or wrong because it is what it is. And many kids are in different situations where they don't have access to healthy foods. They don't have access to parents who have the ability to get them the foods that they need. They don't have access to many things that other kids have access to. And some kids have access to everything and they they choose not to have it. So there's no right or wrong. It is what it is. Now, Nutrition, I we just spent a whole episode last episode on why student athletes need proper nutrition. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet and you have some student athletes, go back and listen to that because there's some really good gems in there that you can hopefully pick up on. But nutrition is vital for kids. And just to kind of repeat some of the things I said previously, because it's relevant to this episode as well. Kids are growing at such a rapid rate from the from the time they're born until about the age of 18 to 20. They're, they're growing. Now, there's certain growth periods in there that are more intense than others, of course, that definitely need some some nutritional focus. But from like a good 20-year span, your cells, your body, they're they're growing and they're multiplying and they're rapidly developing. And what does it need in order to do that? It needs nutrients. Where do we get nutrients? From the foods that we have. So you can see how it's almost like, and I'm going to use this analogy again, it's like building a house. You lay the proper foundation of nutrients and balance and health. You lay those proper foundational levels and layers down, and then you can build a strong product from that layer by layer by layer by layer. So every single time your kids are eating something, which is hopefully multiple times a day, they have an impact on how their body's going to respond to that. And when I told that to some kids before, it was almost like they had a mind-blown experience, like a a thought. They're like, oh, I can impact how I feel multiple times a day just by choosing different foods. And of course, I'm going to say this probably 15 times during this episode, it doesn't mean perfection. You do not have to force perfection and perfect eating on your children because there's no such thing. There's no such thing as perfect eating. So creating this illusion that they have to eat a perfection diet or a certain way is one thing that maybe we could reflect on. And, and you know, you can take some time and, and think about that a little bit because it is not needed and it is not going to be helpful in the long run. If you're if you're enforcing perfection on your children, I assure you down the road, there will be an impact from that uh, in, in one way or another. Um, let's talk briefly about how nutrition and how foods can impact your child and how they feel. So, children who are not getting enough proteins, for example, so not getting a good amount of you know protein-rich foods like meats or beans or nuts or seeds. You know, sometimes this happens not on purpose, like if somebody is a vegetarian, or if somebody has a nut allergy, or if they have certain sensitivities to certain foods, sometimes you don't realize that removing an entire food is putting them at risk for nutrient deficiency. So you have to make sure if that is the case for your child, if they have a peanut allergy, or if they have, you know, if your family is is vegetarian or vegan, um, you have to make sure that they are getting those that those nutrients in another form, In a good amount. So, you know, that's kind of an aside, but also something very important to think about. So, people or children who do not have enough protein, you will see them have muscle injuries, you will see them have weakness, maybe their growth has stalled out, you know, if they haven't had a growth spurt in a while. Um, You know, their hair might be brittle and and breaking and falling out. Their fingernails might be brittle. They might be, you know, the, the nails that kind of chip and bend really easily. Those are kind of some protein deficiency signs. So making sure that they are getting protein. And protein is something that I think so many people are so focused on getting protein, especially athletes. But, you know, if you are a parent and you work out, you kind of assume that, oh, I just need more protein. And you know that you can overdo it with protein as well. So let's keep that in mind. You want to get a moderate amount of protein every day for your child. And usually that will just mean you have, they have like a small serving and, you know, you can kind of think of their little, their little hand. If they have a small serving about the size of a, a deck of cards or about the size of their hand, the palm of their hand, about a serving. So if they can get that at most meals and maybe a snack, they're probably going to be meeting their needs for protein. But also make sure that if they are craving meat one day, or if they're craving certain things, that could be a sign that their body's trying to tell them that they need more of a certain nutrient. So you can kind of hopefully help them out and have them pay attention to that. Also getting enough fiber is something that most kids are not getting enough of and this is just because the diet of the average American child is they're getting about maybe nine grams of fiber in a day and they need about 24. So this comes from not eating enough fruits and vegetables maybe overdoing it on sugary drinks that fill up their tummies so that they're not hungry at, at mealtimes. Or maybe they have snacks that are too close to mealtime so they don't eat the, the healthy meal that you're serving because they just load it up on, you know, pretzels or junk or something. So paying attention to some of that is going to be really, really important. But fiber is going to be key for them. They need fiber to help them flush out toxins from their bodies. They need it to help keep their digestive system happy and healthy. It's very, very important. And it's establishing good gut good gut bacteria, which if your child is like many children in America, they've probably been on antibiotics a few times in their life, whether it's ear infections, some other infections, whatever. Every time they're on antibiotics, their gut bacteria is disrupted. And if that doesn't get replaced and repaired, an easy way of doing that, you don't have to necessarily throw probiotics at them, but you could, um, or just ensure that they're getting enough fiber-rich foods and uh, probiotic-rich foods like fermented, you know, like kimchi or pickles or uh, sauerkraut, you know things like that. I know it's not many kids' favorite foods, but you know what I mean. So in in encouraging some of those as best you can is going to be super helpful for the fiber part of things. Um, other things that kids tend to not get enough of is healthy fats. So when I say get fats, a lot of a lot of kids and a lot of parents are still very hesitant about fats. Um, but I actually had a conversation with a second grader, and I said something about getting, you're eating fat and they made this like gross face and they're like, ew, but fat makes you fat. And I was like, oh my God, it's spread to this generation too. No, like I thought we could, I thought we could stop it. So these rumors are still going out around the next generation of children and it comes from their parents still assuming it and all of that. But anyways, Let's try and enforce healthy fats and let's talk about fat. Fats are something that I think they almost have this like negative notion to them. And if we can encourage the positive talk around fats and talk about the benefits of fats in our body, That can really help to eradicate any misinformation and curb any fears that maybe the next generation of kids are starting to have because they're going to start hearing some of that that stuff in the media as well. So benefits of fat, healthy joints, healthy skin and hair and nails. Uh, healthy immune system, healthy hormone development, a lot of hormones are are very much related to fat solubility. And for fat development, and they need uh, uh, essential fatty acid precursors to develop the hormone itself. So um, that a lot of of vitamins and um, nutrients need to need a fat source in order to actually absorb. We've talked about that before. So A lot of people in the 90s, when they went through the 90s and went through that phase of no fat, low fat, and they're like, great, look at all these cool low fat products and all these things that was just horrendous for our health. But we, hey, we didn't get any fat. But, you know, I was one of those in the 90s as a teenager. I was one that took pride and I only had one gram of fat today for like weeks. And you know what that got me? vitamin D deficiency because I was not able to absorb any vitamin D or any vitamin A or any other fat soluble vitamins like E or K. And that threw off my health. So we don't, we want to encourage kids to eat fats. Fats are good. We want to encourage them to eat them in the right quality of it. And we want to encourage them to eat it in the right quantity of it. So having the discussion about how healthy fats from avocados, healthy fats from nuts and seeds, healthy fats from fish like salmon or even tuna, those are all super beneficial. They're absolutely needed for multiple things and they can help them feel better. They just would feel better if they actually ate some good quality fats. Now, also having the discussion around trans fats and other fats that are not supportive, like fats that you find in fried foods and and other things like that. Of course, we wanna still have those conversations. If you ignore it, it becomes this thing, this black hole over (laughs) nutrition that people are afraid to dive into. And we need to just face it head on and have the discussion around fats. It will hopefully help to dispel any rumors, dispel any fears and, and get kids thinking about healthier forms of fat that will be beneficial to them. So there's a lot we could talk about in as far as you know nutrition for kids and and all of that, um, but I want to share with you something that I learned that I was absolutely shocked at when it came to nutrition education for kids. So many parents assume that hey, it's okay if I don't know enough about nutrition because I'm you know the kids will learn it in school. Nope. Guess what? They're not. Back in my day, and I'm going to date myself a little bit, but back in my day, we had a straight up health teacher. I remember looking up to this woman. I loved her. (laughs) She was awesome. She taught about everything health related. And I mean, she I remember there being a health teacher in elementary school and one in middle school and the, the poor lady in high school who had to teach, you know, health education, to a bunch of high schoolers but it was an actual role that a teacher had for an entire class for an entire year sometimes or a semester and it was awesome we also had home economics home ec where we learned how to you know burn muffins and sew a button but it was amazing because they were skills that i still learn today or still use today i should say but many schools now don't have these classes in fact I've been in a few schools in my area. So I'm just talking about my area, my school district. I don't know about yours and your area, whatever. You'd have to look into that. But in my school district area, there are not only none of these classes. There is no health class. There is no home ec class in high school. The nutrition, I asked, like, well, who's teaching these kids nutrition? And my response that I got was it's being taught by the PE teachers, the the gym teachers, the physical education teachers. Now, I love PE. It was my absolute favorite class, aside from health class, in all grades, from like the moment I was in kindergarten to the second I graduated high school. I loved PE. I loved the weightlifting class. I loved it all. I almost went into PE as a major in college, but decided to, to go a different route. But these teachers are some of the most fun and motivating teachers in any school. But they are limited as the amount of nutrition that they're able to talk to kids about. In fact, in one school, the PE teacher spoke about nutrition for one 30-minute class over the course of the entire year. The year. So these kids got 30 minutes of nutrition education in that whole year. So it also got me thinking, though, that people may assume that the PE teacher's you know, they likely have a bunch of health classes to that when they're earning their degree, they probably go through a ton of health classes. And surely some of those have to be nutrition, right? Well, I wasn't exactly sure. So I went and looked at random six courses, the outlines of the courses for physical education majors at six different schools in various parts of the US. And what I found was that they do not take a single nutrition class, they take a lot of teaching classes, as they should. They take a lot of uh, fitness and athletic related classes, which they should. They take a lot of, um, they take some of them took chemistry, some of them took biology, they take a lot of psychology or not a lot, but they take a few psychology and uh, mindset type of classes. One, one of the colleges that I looked at in their curriculum, they had one nutrition class as a prereq for the program. But that was it. In the program, they did not teach any nutrition whatsoever. Now, again, love PE teachers. Love them. They're amazing. And I absolutely adore everything that they do. But are they qualified to teach your kids about nutrition, about something that is a vital role in their lives and something that they will be using for the rest of their life? I actually spoke with another PE teacher and they were more than willing to have me make up a bunch of handouts and help them out in that regard because it's not what they know. They were forced to kind of teach something that they don't really know. And maybe they don't even care. You know, I can't speak for them, but but a lot of professions, they they pass nutrition education off to me because they don't want to go down that route. Or that road. And, and I'm perfectly happy to do that because this is what I do. But but just think about that for a second. It's, it's like you're at your job and somebody says, oh, by the way, now you have to do this too. That's kind of the impression I got as far as like how, how that came became dumped upon the physical education teachers. They were kind of just like, okay, yeah, you're going to also do this. We're going to do budget cuts, cutting out this program, and you're going to teach this fitted in somewhere. So if parents are counting on teachers, To teach their kids about nutrition and the teachers aren't able to do it justice or maybe they don't have the knowledge maybe they don't have the the budget for it maybe they don't have the the ability to talk about it or teach about it where does that leave our kids where does that leave them they are at the mercy then of their friends what they see on social media what they hopefully hear about from like coaches or other you know adults in their lives But where does that leave them? And something that is so foundational to longevity and to their health, they're getting the short end of the stick with that. They're not even being given a chance in some cases to learn proper nutrition. And that to me is one of the biggest tragedies. Here we are expecting them to eat all these vegetables and eat perfectly and eat this, that, and the other thing but they're not taught how to do that. They're not taught why to do that. They're not taught any of this stuff, but there, there's a lot of pressure and misinformation around how they should eat. So it's no wonder that there is a lot of childhood diseases that are nutritionally related. And there's no wonder that I now am talking to many adults who have nutrition issues and food issues and they are having a struggle trying to learn new healthy habits because they never were taught these as kids. So here's the thing. It is my vision and my mission in the next 10 years that every school district has a nutrition professional on staff. I would love to see that come true. And maybe in your area, maybe the school districts have that, which would be amazing. But in my school district, in the state of South Carolina that I'm in, that is not the case. And the lack of nutrition education is heartbreaking for me to see as a, as a nutritionist, one, but even more so as a parent. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, if there's anything I can possibly do based on my education, based on my experience to help this generation, I'm going to do it. So I've been doing some free education sessions. I have gone and worked with some athlete groups. I've gone and talked with certain schools about getting certain things set up for this upcoming school year. We're ending one school year now, but for the next school year, I'd love to do more as much as I can within the schools. But in the meantime, over the summer, I have decided to start a nutrition club for kids. This nutrition club is going to be so much fun. Like I, I love kids and I love their excitement for things. And one thing that I'm excited about is nutrition. And so being able to see their excitement come through when it talks about nutrition is going to be just so awesome and amazing. So let me tell you about this nutrition club. And if it, if somebody comes to mind that you think, oh, that'd be fun for so and so, then you can maybe send them this episode or maybe send them the link or what have you. I would really appreciate that to, so they can uh, be a part of it as well if they want to. But this nutrition club is a detective themed nutrition club. So I wanted to, my my whole thing is obviously being your own health detective, being your own nutrition detective. When I work with people one-on-one, this is the mindset that we work from. We work from what are the clues? What are the symptoms that your body is giving you? What do you think this means? What could it also mean? We get to the root of the issue. We get to the root of the problem and we find it a nutritional solution for it. So I wanted to take that and make that kid appropriate, age appropriate, education level appropriate. So I put together for ages five through 12, a nutrition detective themed club where every week they're going to be get. They're going to be getting an email with a little bit of information about a specific topic. We're going to cover topics ranging from nutrition label reading, finding hidden sugars. We're going to talk about uh, the benefits of fruits and vegetables, how to get more vegetables, how to spot uh, vegetables, how to maybe cook with vegetables. There's going to be a lot of um, some basic nutrition where we're talking about proteins, we're talking about fats, we're talking about carbohydrates, we're talking about finding a balance. We're going to be talking about meal prep and meal planning where they can learn how to make a balanced meal or snack wherever they are. So if they go to school in the fall and they are eating school lunch, they'll know the components to look for and why to build their healthy, balanced meal Um, and then we also each week they will also be given a mission so the mission is something that they will then take from that week's lesson and implement it and and do an action task for it for the week every time they complete a mission they get entered into a drawing for a prize at the end of the club so the club runs for eight weeks i didn't want to make it the entire summer because you know some people travel some things happen whatever and different people start schools at different times, so it's uh, going to be about ten. Or, I'm sorry, eight weeks long. And I'm even going to throw in a couple. One for sure, possibly two if I can get it set up. Live cooking classes where they will learn from a chef. Not necessarily me, but from a chef, how to make a simple meal or some kitchen skills that are age appropriate that they can start getting their hands in the kitchen and start helping you maybe chop some vegetables and prep some things. But I really wanted to make this so that it would be a fun environment where they can learn some of these basic skills that they may not be getting. So again, it's a nutrition cooking club for kids and it starts on June 10th is when it starts. But I put the link below. Um, There is also when you sign your kids up for this, you have access to a parent portal and the parent portal is going to have a lot of great resources, a few more educational videos and topics that we talk about that are more parent uh, focused so you, you can watch it with your kids if you want but they're more parent focused so things that you can be looking for and, and helping your kids with and how to get the whole family kind of involved and on board with maybe some changes to eating habits and different things um, and also some recipes and some um, other resources that that you may as a parent may find helpful so you'll have access to the parent portal um, so you can go ahead and sign up for that I put the link in the show notes it's also going to be on my website the foodfactornutrition.com Um, And I have it set up where I know many families have multiple children. And if you want multiple children to participate in it, there's different price points for that. Um, It's basically like a sibling discount. (laughs) The more you have, the more you save. Um, And I did this for my fellow, you know, multiple kid parents where it gets it gets to be expensive, but you want your kids to have the best things too. So Um, So let me know if you have any questions on it. Get your kids signed up for this nutrition club. It's going to be so much fun. It's, again, detective themed. So I really want them to get in the mindset of being detectives when it comes to what's in their food we are going to talk about some food quality things so like pesticides and certain things um, that that they need to know about and make better choices and different decisions on the quality of their food and I want them to not be afraid of learning some of this stuff about chemicals and foods and why chemicals are in their foods but I also want them to have the information to be able to make choices going forward so Um, Other than that, that is all I had to talk about today. Obviously, I mean, I I didn't have many notes even for this episode. I just decided to pop on here and just make this kind of a, a free form talk about nutrition because it's something that I see so often. I get a lot of questions about and it's such a deep rooted passion of mine to be able to educate kids on better nutrition choices so that they can set themselves up to have a better, healthier life as an adult. So let me know, again, if you have any questions. um, I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. Go ahead and and leave me a review on iTunes, or you can uh, send me a message on social media. I'd love to hear what kind of resonated with you the most. I absolutely love hearing feedback about this because that's what makes the show great is hearing your feedback and what landed and what didn't land what you want to see more of and what you could do less with and that's fine too I take all the feedback and I absolutely appreciate it and love it so thank you for those who have done that and given me some feedback on this podcast I appreciate it so much all right I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week bye